right, so listen. Come here. I haven't done my own research on these yet, but I bought them anyway. This SG, SGN. Kevin was telling me they had some woman in there. She's raving about this thing that I forget what he told me it did, but it made sense that it did a lot of shit. And it's the future, and it's 250 What did they do? $250? No, I bought 250 shares at 63 bucks. Then this one here, I, I, I bought some too, 160 DLR. You know, I was writing so fast, and then I bought some Amazon too, probably about five shares. And then this EPD, I didn't buy it, but it pays 6% interest. I got to check that. 6% dividend? Yeah, dividend. What's the EPD? EPD. Yeah. Um, I always learn something when I, I speak. I think it was one of the best we ever did. But I think that my big takeaway was the EBITDA is dead, and it's about free cash flow. And the way he explained the free cash flow, as, as guys, if a company's giving you, I mean, he mentioned a company could give you five, five to one, but the way they figure out the free cash flow, they're really only giving you dollar for dollar because they're getting that money back right away. Say that again. The free cash flow is, so the way he did, the oh, free oh, cash flow I got part it. about Like the, you're getting the money right away. Right, because it, your salary as the owner, your cars, your vehicles, everything that's, that's going through the company that no longer is going to go through the company. Right. All the cell phones that may not necessarily be work cell phones, they might be family cell phones, whatever the case. The phone at home that you got under the company. Yeah, whatever, got... yeah. Okay. That's good to know. To, yes. me, I, to me, I think that was my biggest takeaway was the free cash flow part. Because when you start talking about stuff like that, people, people get it. My biggest takeaway was we need to zero in on these two or $300,000 companies. The problem is, and it's not a problem, but the issue is, is that we've been, we've been trying to get them, but it's a non-starter for a lot of them when we ask the questions about, um, you know, I, I told you about the guy that we met with that does legitimate 250000 on the books, wanted six hundred, and started showing me and Chris pictures of checks made out to cash. And I was like, I don't want that. When, did you meet him personally? Yeah. He wouldn't give you his bank statements. Well, we had a conversation, and a co yes, he wouldn't give us he wouldn't give us the tax returns. It was a good lesson because we sat there for two hours. We sat there for two hours, and the guy talked in circles. And at the end, me and Chris were both frustrated. And I said, Listen, we could pay you six hundred thousand for this business. I just need to see the tax returns and the bank statements to see if it makes sense. And I said, here, I gave him the list of what we asked for. And I said, just start with the tax returns and everything like that. Let me look at them and let, let us decide if your business is really worth six hundred. And if it is, I can give it to you tomorrow. And he was like, tomorrow. I said, I can give it to you tomorrow, but I need to see all this. And we never heard from him again. We've seen him like six times since. Always like, how you doing? Did you sell yet? <laughs> no? All right. Good luck with that. So here's the deal. Bless you, Bless you sir. Um, you were going to give him 600 up front? No. I said that to him to, oh, okay. because we were tired of talking for two hours okay, in okay. circles. So and you, I wanted you, to just yes. get him to When I used to, to go talk not. to these guys, they come up with some ridiculous number. And I said, all right, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> but I got to see this. Let me see your yeah. accounts. And, and some of these guys, they don't want to show tax returns, but they show you the accounts. Somebody even gave me a list of them. Another thing that Dan mentioned was that guys have 90% of their business reoccurring revenue. And reoccurring revenue is very big. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you do $5 million, bless you, and you're only doing $2 million in recurring and everything else is yeah, exactly. internet-based, 
it's not a it's not an interested I'm not interested in that business. I want the recurring revenue. I want contracts. I want to make sure that when I buy your two million, one million, ten thousand, hundred thousand dollar business, that I'm getting what I'm buying, and it's somewhat as long as I maintain good good work, but if, quality work, that I'm going to maintain the business because there's contracts. In if place. you get them to serve, sign that contract that I gave you. If it ain't there, it ain't there. The end of the, you know, you said, wait, I ain't doing this. I'm deducting I'm just shit. making a point for people out there. It's like people like, I don't have contracts. I'm a handshake guy. I mean, I don't mind a handshake, but a handshake on a $10,000 a year account or even a handshake on a $5,000 a year account or a $1,000 a year account is, I don't want that. I don't well, want to buy it. Well, if it's a $10,000 a year account and he's still got two years to go, how could that be worth $20,000 because you don't know if you're going to get it back in three years? You go into buying a business thinking that you're going to be able to maintain the accounts and everything like that. But the, the point is... You're going is to lose just, a minimum of 10%. The free cash flow w was very interesting. And yes. the, fact, the fact that these big companies, when they're selling, have a 90% recurring revenue. So a $10 million company with 90% recurring revenue is awesome. So when is he... So, when I drive his car? I mean, it'll have to be tomorrow. What are you? What are you, you all right? You got like ADHD, bro. When can I drive? East? Whenever. When do you need to buy a new car? Uh, in uh, in uh, let me see, in about eight months. So you have eight months to drive it to see if you like it. I just want to drive it before he cracks it up. What's he gonna crack? Fuck you! I I'm being a wise ass. All right. You all you gotta do is call him, and say I want to drive the truck. Yeah, I don't have his number. I'll bet you. How much money do you want to bet that his number's in your phone? Hold on. How about you? Let's see. How much? How do you spell his name? E-S-A? Oh, you know what? You know he's he's your 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 grandson's godfather. I liked the guy. <laughs> I liked the I liked him before his well yes, he was my grandfather. I that was well, I like you. You're know right, I, calm down, calm down. Let the I, thoughts I, come I together liked him and then when you out. told me you met him and you said, Oh, you're a Muslim, I'm a Christian, we probably hate each other, and he went, Whoa, 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 calm down. Hey, I'm right. Wow. He probably deleted the kid's number. That's, that's probably <laughs> What do you have to say about the podcast for 2018? I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I think we, well, I learned a lot. And I think that uh, if you're listening regular and you listen to the whole podcast, there's a lot of fun. I just remember when Joseph and I are arguing, I'm usually right. And um, we brought in some really good talent in this business and talked to them. I and mean, we also brought in some guys that are characters, friends of mine that have been in the business a while and who are a lot of fun, one of whom we adopted. He'll be with us for Christmas. Uh, he's that is one thing that a lot of people keep asking about. They're like, Marty Katz is radio gold or podcast gold, and they want him on. I got more questions texted to me and emailed to me from listeners about the Thanksgiving episode between <laughs> Marty and Issa's conversation and everything that happened. He spit so, that uh, chicken on my cheek yeah. when he was talking. It was turkey. But, but I think the bird. best way to describe Marty Katz is he's a lovable guy. He's, uh, he's, he's not for everybody's taste, but we love him. Um, I think the best way, uh, my daughter was with us. I don't know where we were. Marty was with us, and her girlfriend whispered, how does this guy fit in? <laughs> And my daughter told her, well, when my father was a kid, he used to bring home stray cats and dogs, and now it's Marty, and we all love him, and he's, he's a lot of fun. Marty's, Marty became a family member, but that's yeah. not what this is about. 
2018, what did what was the best? Um, I you know just putting this all together. So 2019, what are we looking to do in 2019? Um, more video. Um, being Ed Sheehan is Ed Sheehan. Live video like this is a very dangerous thing. <laughs> um, but we're going to look into video for 2019 so you can watch and listen at the same time to the podcast. Hopefully we'll have that out in the second quarter of the year. Um, March, April, May, somewhere around April, Going May. out in the field. Um, I think the top lesson would be, you know, you spend a lot of time learning what chemicals are good. Ooh, this is a good chemical. And then you make some money. But what do you do with that money? And I think the last few episodes have taught you what to do. You know, money can work for you. And I think we've, we've learned, I've learned, and I hope you have too, that these new tax laws, some of them are really to our benefit. And, if, you know, if you've got to give some thief uh, uh, 30%, and, and that's basically what um, these politicians, uh, uh, government, whatever... Uh, that's the way I look at it, uh, and and through the new laws now, I only got to give this thief twenty uh, percent. So in other words, say you make two hundred thousand. So you're calling government thieves? I think for the most, well, look how many of them are locked up in jail. I just I'm just making sure that we got it right. I, I, you know what? If it's not politically correct, I don't give a shit. It's the truth. Excuse me, I don't give a cow muffin. It's the truth, and. Um, Anybody wants to go back and tell me I'm wrong, that's fine. I'm not. I think some of the big takeaways, certainly today, Dan Gordon, you could listen to the whole thing. He's always a wealth of knowledge. The tax stuff is very big. Obviously, you need a CPA. You should have an accountant. You should speak to him regularly. Any financial moves you're going to make. The 179 stuff sounds great, but again, you need to be able to manage money. And I think maybe about four or five episodes are about managing money. Um, we had one where we spoke about how we do finances. We're not financial experts by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that was a good one to listen to. Like Ed said, when, when making money, what to do with it and where to put it, save. I was out last night with uh, people in the industry. 45 minutes of the conversation was about setting up trust for your kids. And when you reach a certain level, set the trust up and make sure that when you go, when you pass, Hopefully it's not until you're in your 90s, but there's no squabbling amongst the children or amongst anybody that is supposed to get money. That's it. You get, you have your tax ID, your tax ID, and you're my kids, and that's it. That's what you get. Um, but I think Donnie Shelton was great. One of the best episodes was part of the HR series, and Ed Sheehan's drug rehab plan that many <laughs> of you called in about. We're contemplating opening a drug rehab center. Uh, it's going to have a big boot at the door. But all jokes aside... Drugs in the workplace, especially weed, being uh, so so tolerated, is something that we'll probably talk about again and again and again as new laws come up. I think that next year, regarding HR, I still have my boot that I used, and I'm going to bring it on when we have one of these videos to show you. Um, I think, you know, all in all, if you're serious about pest control, um, this stuff has had to, it had to help you. And if you want a few laughs, you got a few laughs. Uh, the one thing I want to leave you with, you know, when you start, when I, when I started, maybe yours is similar, uh, I got a local accountant, and he was a local accountant. And as things grew, he kept telling me, oh, I need more money. I got a better accountant. I got a guy that was really sharp, and he's been with me for 40 years. I had, an, I had a lawyer, wasn't really 
that good, drank a little or a lot, but he was fun to hang out with. But I didn't need fun after a while. I needed a better lawyer, and I got one. What I'm saying is don't get stuck. You know, you need help, but don't stay with the same help when your company grows if who you hire, lawyer, accountant, whatever, is not keeping up with your needs. Don't well, be afraid to change. That's a good point, and I think I think majority of the podcast that we've put out is about staying in touch with your business and always re reevaluating and reassessing and thinking ahead. If you're thinking six months down the road, you're thinking in the past. You have to think years ahead, and, and every almost every person that came on that spoke about business said that, that you got to think one, two years ahead on what you're going to do. And of course, you're going to change as you go. If your accountant's not cutting it, you got to cut him loose. Maybe your accountant's only good for up to a million five a year, and he can't handle anything above that for whatever reason. You got to find somebody else. The people we met throughout the year doing the podcast. Do you have any favorites? Yeah, Dan the Man. From Boston. Dan, Dan Fleischer from Pestex. My buddy. You know what? It's nice to go there at these things with all these youngsters and meet a man that's relatively close to my age and we could talk about what a bunch of shitheads these kids are. Really, they're very smart. But you know what? Um, and that's good. That's good. You want your kids to be smarter than you. Otherwise, company ain't going to do that good. But anyway, we had a lot of fun with Dan the man. And number two... Very close to number one was that podcast with Marty Katz. I don't know what you learned in that podcast, but you had to have a lot of fun. We learned that Marty Katz was the the He's a the, star. Per, the person that the movie Blow was made in. You kind of love Marty. One of the highlights was us getting featured in PMP Magazine. That oh, was yeah. very nice of them. Um, but you see a lot of this stuff taking place now, a lot of podcasts. Our friend Josh has the Let's Talk Business mobile where everybody does. And Josh, I owe you a video if you're watching or listening. Uh, me and Ed said we'll do a video. Maybe we'll do a video later today and we could put it on that. But uh, did you see a lot of this tech where people are, are, throughout the world are communicating with each other on how to do business better. And, and it's great. And that's part of what we're trying to do here with the podcast is to entertain you while giving you great information to f forward your business. You might have seen it on the stories on Instagram or other social media. We were out doing some consulting the other day. In 2019, I'd like to see some more of that. I'm sure you would too. Oh, that's great. We could go to lunch at the Heritage House. Well, we're going to go consult. business first. That, you know, that's funny though, because when we went the other day, I was like, yo, let's hurry up and get out of here so we could grab lunch. He's like, are we going to go to Katz's? <laughs> so the reason I said that we did. is we because years ago, many years ago, Joseph was a troublesome child. This is going to be the 10th time you've heard this story. You can only hit him so much. If you listen to the Anyhow, podcast. we're working and he's like, eight hours, eight hours, time to go home. So I got a call from a nursing home. We were doing a, the, the uh, DEC. There was no help such was thing there. as eight hours with Ed Sheehan anyway. So 16's about right. But anyway, um, so we go, I said, we got to go. He's bitching and moaning. And uh, I go there. I see the guy from the Board of Health. No problem. Blah, blah, blah. The administrator was all worried because they came. Well, okay, we had no problem. What other problems they had, I don't know, but it wasn't pest control. So I told him, we'll go to Katz's Deli. So I take him to Katz's Deli on Houston Street, and, you know, you get monster sandwiches there. And he, he ravenously devours the sandwich. I tell him. That's because that he didn't let me take a lunch break. That was that was your lunch break at 4 o'clock in the mm -hmm. afternoon. Mm -hmm. Forget the fact that we started at 6 in the morning. One of, you know these kids. Anyhow. Uh, if anybody's listening from the Department of Labor, 
I know it was like 30 years ago, but do I still have a lawsuit? Can I, can I sue him? <laughs> I, I'm I, such a millennial. Did you hear that? Yeah, and I don't, I'm just a retired exterminator living on a modest income. Right. But anyway, going back to this, so a couple of days later, he's working with me again, and we're coming towards the end of the day, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and he goes, can we go to Katz's again? I said, I thought you didn't like it. No, that was really good. So when I say the end of the day, that's the end of the day out in the field. He left, and we got back to the office. So I usually stayed there till around 8 o'clock at night, looking at stuff, blah, 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 making plans, checking routes, changing style, whatever. And I had an office manager, Sam, who was really good at it. So, you know, it wasn't that hard to do. All right, so that, that's the cat story. We don't need to talk about the office anymore. So I took him See how to I'm the, cut off? To the this, new, is, this is discrimination to, against seniors. People are tuning out. Don't you see the numbers no, going down with your no, long No, there's no story? numbers there. It's going up. No, it's Look going at, down. Hey, Barbara. Uh, very Merry Christmas to you and Billy. Thanks for uh, wishing us one. If, Billy uh, Sanders. You probably need your glasses to read that she's Probably saying. do. Yeah. Probably do. Barbara, come on. Come on, sweetheart. So I took him, I took him to Katz's <laughs> in Brooklyn because now they have the outpost in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. And it was, it was just as good, right? The food was as good, but the ambience was not the same. We weren't on the Lower East Side. The people there were too young. I mean, you go to Katz's, you see some older people. The place has history. You see all those pictures on the wall of famous people. And I'm a little pissed because my, my photograph's not up there. But okay, besides that, you goals, know. Goals, yeah, goals. Goals, yeah. Anyway. We're going to do, that's a goal for 2019, a live podcast from Katz's Deli. Whoa! We'll even take a picture where Harry met Sally. Okay. All right. So we're getting out of here. Uh, happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Have a very happy new year. John Pimpinella, Merry Christmas to you and the family. Good luck with the grandkids, John. I'm sure you're very happy with that. And Billy Sanders, keep up the good work, baby. Make sure you listen to Conley Confidential. You can find us on all streaming services. Today we recorded with Dan Gordon from PCO Bookkeepers. Listen to it. Great tax information and growing your business information. Thank you. You didn't give him a God bless. It's all right. Freaking heathen.